Hey guys, so welcome to Like Dal Australia, a brand new Formula One podcast. Um, and this podcast will be focusing on not just Formula One, but also a little bit about Formula Two and Formula Three, and um, also in general anything that like is very predominantly should be focused on within the sport. Um, so it's this episode on the Spa Belgium Grand Prix, and before I get started, I do wanna. Um, take note of, or like a moment, for the two drivers who have recently passed away, um, one being Antonio Hubert and the other one, Delano. Delano is the most recent one that happened this year. Um, And they're not Formula 1, but Formula 2 drivers, but still, it's like, it's still big accidents that are fatal that unfortunately happened. So I just want to give like a little moment of like silence for them um before i get right on to the podcast topic um because i am going to be talking about spa and i just wanted to let that out to keep it in the back of my mind so in this podcast we'll be focusing on spa belgium grand prix which is 7.004 kilometers um, and we've already seen a couple of delayed starts in the practices and the sprint due to heavy rain flood. Um, so I want to say that like the podium obviously being Max, Sergio and Charles um, seems to be a really like, it's like a win-win for like Ferrari and Red Bull and people like guess fans. Um, obviously it's again like a predominant season for Max Verstappen getting um, podium, even though Charles Leclerc got pole in the qualifying, um, Max Verstappen, despite being P6, um, was able to get up to podium spot. Um, and in the, throughout the race, we did see a couple of moments where he and Sergio Perez were fighting out um, in a couple of the corners late, later in like lap 10, 11. Um, we were seeing that they're fighting out. Um, but obviously, as we know, the pace with the Red Bull car, um, we know, like, how fast they are. And so, like, we kind of know that, like, um, Max obviously ends up winning. What really confused me was the fact that, like, Ser- when Sergio Perez and Max Verstappen were fighting it out, um, they have, like, two of the same cars. Oh, and also, sorry for my voice being a little weird today. Not my voice day. Um... But I do want to say, like, they both are in the same car, same machinery, yet Max won. And this was not, like, it, I would understand, yeah, Christian Horner, or the team, the radio manager, uh, sorry, the radio engineer, um, went on the radio and was like, Max, you need to give us, um, you need to let Sergio overtake, or Sergio, you need to let Max go. I would have understood that, but no one went on the radio. So it was, like, literally Sergio Perez and Max Verstappen fighting it out and that confuses confused me that like max went ahead because then like i i would not have mind if sergio perez um got the first place because i i feel like like it would it would have been different a little bit like i know that red bull is still like winning um but like i don't know like why is it that every time, like, I think this happened even, like, in the Bahrain Grand Prix, like, every time um, the Red Bulls are battling it out on track, 
Max seems to get like a couple like like a lead in it and like like you can almost like when you see them battling out you know like who's gonna win and like it's Max so I'm very confused to as why is that he getting a lead and I don't I'm pretty sure it's the same machinery but I do know that I I definitely remember the call of that in the beginning Bahrain. Um, Shadow Prize did get a different car, but I think, I thought they recently fixed it, and, like, it, they almost made it, like, equal machinery. This is kind of, like, the same situation with Mercedes a couple of years ago when Valtteri Bottas and Lewis Hamilton were fighting it out on track, um, and this was when Mercedes had their dominant constructors strike, uh, streak, sorry, um, but they were battling out on track, so... And, like, obviously, Lewis Hamilton got ahead. I mean, most of it was because Total Wolf would go on the radio and be like, or, like, Bono would go on the radio and be like, um, don't care about this, you need to get the spot back to Lewis Hamilton. But I'm still, like, so confused on why, like, can Sergio, like, can Sergio Perez actually beat Max? I feel like Red Bull in whatever race, maybe the next race, um, in Netherlands, obviously, it's a Max's home race. That might be difficult. But, like, in some race, Red Bull should, like, allow Max to fight it out with Sergio Perez, give them equal car, and see who actually can win. Like, who's the better driver? Because obviously it's, like, the, the same logic that, oh, you have a good driver, you have a good car, you're going to win. But it is that Sergio Perez is a good driver but has a bad car, so that's why he's not, like winning, like, beating Max, like, I want to know, like, exactly, is there someone in the sport, or in Formula 1, specifically, that can beat Max? And right now, my my strong opinion is that I think it could be Oscar. Um, obviously, like, it's his, Oscar being his rookie year, but I feel like maybe next year or the year after, I feel like Oscar could be the one. Because we've seen so far, I mean, the last two races, um, we've seen that, like, how the McLaren and Oscar doing really well. Um, and especially being Oscar's rookie season, like, I mean, that's pretty amazing. But it also gives me, like, flashbacks to, like, Max Verstappen's rookie season. So I feel like I don't want to put Oscar in the idea of, oh, Oscar's going to be a next Max Verstappen. Because I've seen his interviews, and he's always, like, I want to be, like, up to Lando. Like, he, like no matter, even if he does good, he always keeps wanting to push himself. And I get that. That's amazing. That's, like, that's amazing mindset. But, like, sometimes he doesn't recognize, like, what he has done. Um, and so I think, like, but I think his mindset and, like, the way he drives is really similar to Max Verstappen. So I, I, I don't want to put him, like, in like, oh, he's going to be a next Max Verstappen, but I think he could be a competitor for Max Verstappen in the future years. Um, maybe not this year, because being his rookie season, but just like we saw with Charlie Leclerc last year, um, minus everything that happened after summer break, um, everything before summer break, I think like Oscar could compete into that. I mean, especially this year, we're seeing a lot of different cars, um, teams come into like a good spot, like, like, first it was Ferrari and Red Bull. Uh, well, no, first it was Red Bull and Mercedes. Then it was Red Bull, Ferrari, and Mercedes. Then it became Red Bull, Aston Martin, Ferrari, and Mercedes. And then, like, McLaren came up, and Alpine came up. And, the, 
like all these cards are coming up, so I feel like can't really like can't really now like point. Okay, who is gonna be the best card? I mean, like we can say Red Bull, but like, is it who's competing? Like, is it Red Bull and Mercedes? Red Bull, Ferrari? I feel like it's Red Bull and the whole entire. Like honestly, I feel like the the whole entire like track besides Red Bull is ganging up on Red Bull because I feel like everyone's recognizing the speed Red Bull has. I'm very suspicious about their straight line speed, because that is, like, incredible. Like, every time, like, in the corners, I'm like, okay, yeah, he might not be able to come. But then once it's, like, a straight line, especially DRS, I'm like, okay, I'm actually going to overtake you. Like, at this point, just, like, just sit back. I honestly, like, I don't know what to say. Um, And also, the fact that, like, Max was being P6, right? And he even mentioned this in his interview about staying back and, like, kind of, letting it all fight out on track. Um, Because we saw Carlos and Oscar touch, um, and both cars retiring. Oscar left in a couple of laps, I think lap two, three. Um, But Carlos um, tried to keep on going. Um, And I was like, okay, motivation. Okay, I think the car is good. We can, like, fix this. But... He was just going back down, and at one point I was like, just, just tired of the car. Like, like I honestly, like, you're gonna get a zero anyways, because you know, like if you're less than ten point, um, less than anywhere below ten, and for those who are like getting new into Formula One, if you're below ten, P ten, zero point automatically. There's no like extra one point or anything. It's zero point automatically, unless you get, like, the fastest lap, but usually that tends to be within, like, the top five that get the fastest lap. Um, and I will talk about Lewis Hamilton's fastest lap a little later in the podcast. Um, but I do have to say, like, Carlos and Oscar, like, they obviously them touching and then Mac Verstappen saying, okay, I'm going to, like, sit back, like, kind of, like, not sit back, but, like, stay away from this whole chaos, oh, sorry, this whole chaos mess. Um, and obviously that leading to it being that that they both retire, they're both out, and then Max Verstappen just moved up automatic two places. Um, I mean, either way, I know he, I knew he was gonna like come back like up to P one, but he managed to move like an automatic like two places. Um, I do, I think like because Oscar went on his radio and he was like. He didn't see me. Um, it, it, see, it all started, for those who haven't seen the race, um, it all started when um, Carlos Zang walked up, and that's where they touched, because Oscar and Carlos were, like, side by side. Um, and then, like, see, Carlos, he turned into turn one. I'm trying my best to explain this, like, visually, um, for those who are listening, um, audio. Um he, like, he turned down to turn one, and then, like, Oscar is, like, almost trying to also turn, but, like, you know, see, Carlos locks up, and then Oscar still needs a little more room to turn, because they're turning at high speed, right? So, um, I think, like, Carlos obviously locking up did touch into Oscar, but it's a little disappointing from both McLaren and Ferrari, um, considering that, um, Carlos is to be a former McLaren driver. Um, and I don't know, like, something happened, like, okay, that happened. But then after that, something happened with Norris because he was 
dropping down like a good amount like he was um i think he was p eight um p7 he was p7 so he was dropping down a pretty good amount um but yeah i think just it's like i just i don't know like the, the tension between them obviously because being that I keep having to, I keep saying this, I know I do, um, Oscar being a rookie driver, um, obviously causes it, but I think, I think he has, like, I think, okay, it definitely was Carlos's fault, I have to say that, because locking up your car is your fault, um, it, it would be your fault, definitely, the way FI re- reviews it and the rule book, it would definitely be your fault, um, but I do have to say, I think, Oscar sort of like I think at least it's like a new experience for Oscar I would say um I do feel really disappointed for him because he did really well in sprint and the practices and the qualifying despite all this rain and then him being out it just it, it, it's kind of like, kind of bad I, I, like not bad but I think it's like it kind of it could kind of hurt him um especially I think his dad was there on in, at the race um yeah um and also i want to talk about ghastly winning the sprint race now if you guys have not like if you guys have not like been keeping up with like um like not a drama but like yeah kind of, you know you know it's a drama i'm just gonna say that i don't want to go around and around around bush um but it's like it's a drama that like when mclaren mclaren first took um sorry alfine first took um oscar piastri um they were like oscar piastri will be racing for us in 2023 and then oscar posts on a twitter like no i'm not like i'm i'm i haven't made any decision and oscar ends up going to mclaren suing alphine um and then that whole deal being kind of figured out and eventually cleared out and alphine took ghastly now in the spring race Oscar came P2, Gasly came P3. You know, it's so funny, they both got their podiums at the same time. Like, it's so funny, the team you left to go join another team, you end up on the podium, but, you, but also the person who replaced you on that team is also on the podium. So I feel like that's, like, a little funny to me, in my opinion, that, like, like you know, I'll, like... Like, I wonder, like, if they ever, like, after that sprint race, if they ever talked to each other and they were like, um, it was nice seeing you on this sprint podium. And also, like, Oscar was very confused about this sprint, and I, I totally understand. Like, when I first heard about the sprint race, I was like, what is this? Um, and then I sort of understood it, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to go with the flow. But I love how, like, Oscar was confused, and I was like, that was me, beginning of the year, when, like, not beginning of the year, like last year when all these sprint races came up. I like sprints, if I'm going to be honest, because I've always wanted, like, it gives me more stuff to do. Like, now summer break, I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm just going to rewatch the old races. But um, I do feel like it's, like, harder for drivers because, like, you have, your, you have, like, the qualifying, right? And let's say you crash your car, whatever, in the qualifying, right? Then you have to get a, like, fix. But then you have like sprint shootout later, and then you have your sprint, right? So like 
it's like I feel like it's very hard for them to like focus and like it it could be a very chaotic time for the drivers. Um and I think that's like sorry, my water bottle. Um I think I could I think it's like very chaotic for drivers to like manage that. But I like as a fan I like it, but obviously trying to understand the driver's point of view, I I can see that part. I also want to mention about Max Verstappen's trophy breaking. Now this time it's clear enough to say that it's not Lambo because okay. Silverstone, I think. Silverstone, yeah. Lando's Lando knocked down Max Verstappen's trophy, but it did not break. Um, when Lando was doing his podium celebration. Now, um, Hungary Grand Prix, Lando does his podium celebration, and not only does it knock down Max's trophy, like off the pod, like the um, little stand area, it breaks. What a big shock there! So it breaks. Now, in the Belgian Grand Prix, it it, it breaks. It falls and it breaks. But not when they're celebrating podium. It was when the Red Bull was celebrating their own podium. So is this something like the universe like giving a sign or something? That's what my question is. Like, is the universe giving a sign about Max's like about Max like having his trophy break? That's my like. I want to know your opinions. Um, but like, I feel like I feel like something up that like his trophies have been like like, breaking two times and almost broke one time. So, I have, like, some questions there. Um, I, I feel like I, I, like, I'm a very, like, Zodiac kind of person. Like, um, I do believe in Zodiacs. Um, kind of like Landon Norris, who's, um, who's very, apparently a very strong believer in Zodiacs and, and being a Scorpio. I don't know if you guys have seen that, um, podcast. Um, but it was not podcast, but it was kind of like a video from McLaren about Zodiac and things. And then, like, Nando was like, I'm a Zodiac person, so. Um, yeah. Also, Hamilton gained the fastest lap. I love it how Max was first, like, can we pit? First of all, just to give you guys some, you know, a little pit stop training. Out of, he was literally talking out of, like, the race would just, like, not even race, like, practice. Like, come on, guys, let's do a little practice. I was like... I feel like all the winning for Max Verstappen has gotten way too comfortable with this. Like, I feel like pressure does not exist for Max. I'm not, like, hating on him, but, like, I feel like pressure doesn't exist. Like, he's winning, like, constantly. Like, I just want to know, is there a competitor out there for him? Because he's, like, constantly winning a bunch of, a lot of races. And then he also, at the same time, has been, like, having a streak, like, like he's almost breaking records. I think he's gonna break Sebastian Vettel's record. I I I have I kind of have some hopes that he would might break record. But I love how Hamilton pit pitted and not only pitted, but no, he didn't like pit for the past past lap. Oh, that was Max in one race, by the way, guys, who decided to take the last lap to pit and then do the fastest lap for the race and then get that one point. When he doesn't really need one point, you're like a hundred away from your teammate. No one else is gonna come after you. Um, but Hamilton gets the fastest lap. Like, I I think I know what Total Wolf is trying to do. Like, we all have seen that Total Wolf—they're like frenemies. Like, 
Like they they love each other, but they hate each other at the same time. Um, and Christian Horner's wife has made that very clear. Um, but I have to say, like, that was very shocking from Hamilton. But I'm so glad he did that because I feel like it's a sign that his world champion career is not over. Like he's still like not not saying that like he he probably could win a world champion. I don't know. But I feel like he still had a lot more to race with. And I think, like, he's been doing good. Like, Alonzo and Hamilton, like, come on. They're, they both are previous world world champions. And yet they're still doing amazing. And, like, like, I mean, amazing. They're getting in, like, the top five, top eight at least, which is pretty good points. I mean, obviously we know the top one is book for Verstappen. Completely. Um, also, Williams had, I felt like Williams had really good pace this race. Um, the only problem is their pit stops. I think, like, um, it was at one time when Sebastian Vettel was driving, and, like, in his Aston Martin last year, I think. Um, and he was doing so good, so incredibly well, and he was, like, leading the race. But then when he pitted, Aston Martin just could not keep up with that pit stop like Ferrari, Mercedes, and Red Bull have. So I feel like Williams has the kind of same problem. Like, I feel like they just don't have the same pit stop time as Ferrari, Mercedes, and Red Bull. Um, because I noticed, like, Logan Sargent almost got in points. Like, I felt like if the, they had stopped the race halfway, Logan would have got points. And I think that would have been really good for him. Like, like points are good for you, and I think... I personally think that, like, the pit stops when, like, every time a driver pits, I don't know if it's just me, but, like, I get so, like, nervous because I'm, like, this could, this could be, like, a two-way, just ride or die, because, like, either you could have a really good pit stop, like, Max Verstappen, um, where you pit when you're first, and then you pit, and you come out of the pits and you're still first, or you could go really bad where you're, you're kind of, like, Norris at one race where you pit and then all of a sudden you're dropped down to the last and you have to fight your way up. Um, so I feel like pit stops are really scary for me because like, you know, you have to like figure it out like where you're going to like where you're gonna end up in the grids, but also how like how much time distance gap. Because obviously you could be like eighteenth, but if you have like a 20 seconds. Like, I know this sometimes, like, um, in the races, um, especially the top four and five. So there's, like, we're getting into 20 seconds. Like, I did not know 20 seconds existed in Formula 1. Like, I know partially of it because Max is, like, zooming past. Like, I, I, I've seen so many people making the same jokes that I have. Like, not that I created it, but, like, um, a lot. I, I think everyone understands that, like, Max Verstappen could go get ice cream, come back, and like still race and still be first. He could he could go to like the supermarket for all I care and still be first. Like the pace that Red Bull has, is suspiciously amazing. And I use the word suspiciously because there is something a little weird within with that car, like why is it that no one else can do it? Like what if and, like, obviously we know the FIA have standards and rules you have to follow, right, for a car to be legally allowed to race. 
Um, so if everyone does the same thing, then why is Red Bull different? Isn't the sport more like um, equal equal machinery, um, but then it's based off the driver? Because now it's also not only just based off the driver, but it's based off the car. And I want to know like what's different. Um, I definitely do like okay. Coming from a Ferrari fan's point of view, I definitely do want to say that. Um, I definitely do want to say that I think Ferrari probably like obviously they're not getting podiums a lot that we expected, but I do think like there's something else going on um, with Red Bull, and I want to find out. But again, I also do want to keep like the Red Bull fans happy that like they're winning. Um, I do know there's a lot of Verstappen fan as we're heading next race into um, Netherlands, so. That is good. Um, so yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. I know it was a very short episode. Um, I feel like this race did not have a lot to cover. Um, and I think I'll, I will try to find more content for you guys, um, keeping you guys um, available, like kind of up to date with like during the summer break. Um, I will have some episodes out for you guys. Um, but without that, uh, without further ado, um, Thank you for listening, and yeah. Um, I also do want to mention that this is the last race before summer break, um, and so I don't. I think we have like a two, good two, three weeks before um, summer, uh, before summer break ends, and this is also the time when a lot of the drivers will be um, making sure, not making sure, but like. A lot of the time, the drivers will be having their contract finalized. And I do want to hope that Lewis Hamilton gets the contract signed because I strongly think this fastest lap and his performance at the last race will, I feel like, will guarantee him a contract. Um, I hope Lewis Hamilton gets to stay in Formula 1 because he's still an incredible driver. Um, so, yeah. Bye.